I know something about my business. And believe me, you know, down through the years, uh, you get so that you, you develop a nose for things, you see. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. How you doing? Just great. Good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Mike and I were talking. We didn't have a whole lot really to discuss off the top of the show here. So I think we're just going to kind of get right into it, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's late and uh, we already had one glitch. So let's get this done before <laughs> another one happens. <laughs> All right. All right. What do we watch today? All right. Today, we re- today. I always re- say that every single time, don't I? Yeah, that's we our thing. That's what you do. Yeah. So we watched uh, Columbo, season one, episode two. Uh, Death Lends a Hand. I think that's yeah. what it's called. That's what I had. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I just, I, I don't think about how much I love Columbo until I watched its show. But <laughs> It is a great show. I know. It is. I, get, I get made fun of at home for watching it all the time, but. Uh, and I was telling my kids about it because I'm like, you should watch this with me. It's really good. You know, I'm like trying to describe him. I'm like, he, he, he doesn't look like he's so smart, but he's like really, really smart. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like okay, yeah. all right. Uh, this, one of them asked me if it's like Sherlock Holmes. I said, no, no, not like that. But No, but Sherlock I guess, Holmes I mean, is just, but yeah, he's just like smart right off the bat. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's known as no, just being a brainiac. Yeah. Yeah. But there is that underlying little bit of like, uh, you know, notice the obvious which makes, right. oh, yeah, makes sure. it genius, you know. But yeah. anyway, I'm spending too much time talking about that. But um, yeah. So this one's got Robert Culp in there. So a yeah. um, little bit different than his Bill Maxwell character that we've talked about a few times now, right? On yeah. Greatest yeah. American Hero. Uh, he's a little younger here, but he is 41. So okay. he looks like he's at least 50 something in this yeah, episode. He does. He still looks like he's. He still looks like he's fifty something, but and again, it's this is it's just the era and the makeup and everyone's smoking a ton. I think. Yeah. Um, also had Ray Milland on there. Sixty, he was sixty four, which he looked like at least seventy five, probably right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then his wife was played by Pat Crowley, who she looked familiar. I couldn't really pick, figure it out. I mean, she's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. But one of them, she was on a TV show version of Please Don't Eat the Daisies, which I vaguely oh. remember seeing some of those show episodes. Oh, yeah. I used to watch that all the time. Yeah. I don't know. It was like so. Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. Yeah. Well, those, yeah, because the they were reruns then. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it was like a – was it early 50s or late Yeah. Uh, late I'm, 50s, early 60s or something like that. Yeah. And then she was 38 in this. So okay. you know, she, she was supposed to be the young, that, hot but... wife. Yeah. Um, and I just looked up the director, director was Bernard Kowalski on this one, a uh, ton of Perry Mason, Untouchables, Mission Impossible, the TV series. I guess he might oh, have cool. been one of the creators, or not creators, but something, but yeah. Four Columbos, Beretta. He also did Blue Thunder episode. <laughs> did I mention, I don't and think Knight I Rider did. and Airwolf and Magnum. Yeah, go did, ahead. Did, you did I mention that I read, um... That you met uh, Blue Thunder? <laughs> yeah. Did I watch Blue Thunder? No, that I I read a book recently on um, Beretta. What's the guy's name? Oh, um, um, no, uh, Robert Blake. Robert Blake. Yeah. So I, I read you know I read a book about uh, Robert Blake and Bonnie Lee Bakley, or Baker, or whatever her name was. Is that his wife? Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, t- I found it fascinating. I'll save it for another day. But that was that was great. Okay. Uh, but you just mentioned Beretta, so I, I it excited me. But we we got to do a Beretta, and I can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I used to watch Beretta, but I, I, I haven't. In a, well, I haven't seen it on in a while. But I, I have a feeling Robert Blake's not really loved among Hollywood or <laughs> yeah, anyone right no. now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so. he is not. Yeah, <laughs> he, he and he. T- well, I don't want to. We'll talk about that another time. There's so much to say. Um, right. So back, yeah, let's. Back to Columbo. Back to Columbo. Yeah, um, and this one just goes right into someone shooting shit, right? 
Yeah, you start out and there's a guy shooting at a a target at a like indoor shooting range, uh, you know, which gets your attention. And um, and it was uh, Robert Culp, right? He was yep. uh, shooting at this target. So I'm like, oh, this is you know, a couple of cops were starting things out. And he's. It seemed like he was testing a gun because he he made made a comment about uh, like this one's as crooked as a dog's hind leg. I got I got that comment right here. Oh, like the, okay, uh, it'll sound better. Let's this see if one I is as crooked it. as a dog's hind leg. Fire I, it in the vice this afternoon. <laughs> Are those yesterday's few reports? Yes, sir. I want them now. That's already like right there. I want them now. Like yeah. he's already mad. He's already an angry <laughs> man. Yeah. 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 Um, so then I'm like, all right, they're cops, they're FBI, I'm not sure what they are yet. Um, and then he goes into his office, and he's got a pretty sweet office. No, yeah. And then he's got these, like, surveillance TVs, like, I, I don't know, six or eight of <laughs> right. them. Right, and he's got these TVs that are, you know, it's obviously there's their, their closed circuit, and it's like one of them, like, I guess is across the street looking at his building, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's like it's like a pan. It's not a panning shot. It's more it's a static image. But it's like it's like a, a um, what's that called? A establishment establishment shot. What they call it, right? Yeah. Where it's like they show the building, and it's like like is that what his camera looks like? And then the next thing you know, it's like showing the stairs, or, or yeah. like the from inside the front doors where uh, his next client, I guess, is coming in. Yeah, yeah. So he's waiting for his client. So he's, he. He's watching him from several angles come in, I guess. And um, so the guy comes in. I think it was – I wrote his name down. Uh, uh, Kennecut. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And Brimmer. Brimmer's uh, – Brimmer's, yeah. Robert, Robert Culp's character. Yeah. Um, and it turns out he's a, he's a PI. Um, it seems like he's making a good wage there too, I'd say. Uh, so he's got this like high-end client comes in and he – you know, the guy he hired him to – See if he could catch his wife cheating on him, and um, so he's like, you know what? I, you know, I spent five weeks uh, surveilling this, and um, she's got a clean bill of health. She, you know, no problems. Uh, he's like, oh, you know, I married this younger woman, um, and I'm worried. And he's like, no, you know, she's nothing funky going on. Um, and as he walked into his office, I thought he was talking to his secretary, but he's like, I right. want you to listen. So he had yeah. turned on like the intercom. Right. And, th- and then, you know, the guy's like, ah, oh, you know, my wife's great. I love her. I shouldn't have doubted her. So I'm going to shower her with <laughs> gifts now because I'm rich yeah. and I'm just going to buy her a bunch of shit because I feel like a piece of garbage. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he lets her, so it turns out it was his wife that was listening to all of this. So he goes back out and he's like, you know, did you hear it all? What'd you think? You know? And she's like, I don't know why you did that. And, um, She's like, I was cheating on him, but, <laughs> yeah, right. but like, I broke it off. So, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then basically he's like, well, here's the deal. I won't say anything. I gave you a clean, and that clean bill of health comes up a few times you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. That and I'm thinking this, this wasn't a medical report. This was, right. uh, but, and I think that was on purpose, but, yeah. but he's like, so basically at this point he says, here's the deal. I won't say anything if you give me info from your husband because he owns all these papers i need info yeah he's like you, a newspaper mogul or something yeah yeah he's got like three newspapers or whatever they said so and uh you know he's like think about it you know that's you know what you what i want you to do basically and then she leaves and she's kind of pissed about it obviously but yeah i think she's kind of conflicted because she doesn't know what to do no right she's like he's gonna he's basically blackmailed her right um Basically pulled an AMI uh, to Jeff Bezos, which is, you know, pretty uh, topical, which I don't know. You've been uh, traveling all week, so I don't know if you heard about all that. Uh, I, I mean, I no. I, I know. Basically, the National Enquirer was trying to extort Jeff Bezos with uh, some private pictures that he had sent oh really it during an affair. And he's ba- and basically, this is pretty good because this is really topical because it's like the same thing. And uh, he... he he basically said, "Fuck you! I'll release all the information because I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, get like divorced." My, he's and, like, "My wife's already divorcing me." Right. I, my wife's already divorcing me. I'm already worth the, what a couple hundred billion. So now I'm only going to be worth a hundred. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, I'm not going to notice. 
So anyway, not to get political, but that's not really even political. There's political as- aspects to that. But I just thought... Yeah, but that's respectable to, to some it's, degree. You know? Yeah. I mean, everyone wishes they could do that. And now there's obviously more com- people coming out saying they did the same thing to us, National Enquirer. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. And we'll probably get sued for saying this on a podcast. But, yes. But we'll get some people to listen. Yeah, we'll drive right. up our numbers. You know what? Go ahead, sue me. Uh, if it's good for the ratings, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, They'll put us on their next National Enquirer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had sex podcast. with aliens or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I totally got off track. <laughs> All right. Um, so, oh, so then uh, Brimmer, the PI, you know, after a hard day, he heads home and it's nighttime now and he walks into his groovy pad. I don't know if you noticed how that place was furnished, but it had like the coolest 60s furniture and Oh, yeah. But the thing was like 60 square feet. I mean, it was like one room. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's all that was there. That's true. He was on the beach, but he wasn't living the high life on the beach. You know, he wasn't quite up there yet. But that, you know, not his only place, was it? I don't know. They never really say. Yeah, but they're like, yeah, you have a place on the beach. Um it's not like Kennecott. That was his, like, you know, yeah, one of many. Home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then then um, when he gets there, he's like, you know, throws the keys on the counter or whatever, sits down his bag. And uh, the Mrs. Kennecott is in his room or, you know, in the his, I don't know, his house. Yeah. And she, she's like, oh, I'm here to discuss your proposition. And so they kind of go back and forth and. Uh, she She's gets, basically like, uh, screw you. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, basically, she gives him like just a little exactly speech. what we were talking about. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe. She's uh, like, how many people have you extorted money from? How many people go along with it? Well, I'm right. not. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I'll go tell ahead myself. And, yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what you should do to a blackmailer if it's something like that. Yeah. Right. And then, um, so he's like, you know, it's a bad idea. I think you're making a mistake. And she's like, no, because I think uh, he's going to publish some stories on how you run your business. And, um, you know, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So <laughs> now he freaks out. <laughs> yeah. So now he's like, what the? So I don't know. A little scuffle ensues. He grabs her as she's trying to leave. I think she may have like pushed him against something. And yeah, she kind of pushed him backwards a little she bit. She pushed yeah. him and he broke something and then he got all mad and. Did like a backhand or like a it was more like a side hammer punch or something. Yeah, it was it was not something that someone would normally well <laughs> someone someone would normally wouldn't be beating the shit out of a woman anyway for the right. most part, but like not a normal punch or st- strike basically yeah. anyway. Yeah, must something you learn in PI school, I think, and how to yeah how to you always hear people say yeah I backhanded them. Most most people don't though. <laughs> True, yeah. You know, just like in tennis, the backhand doesn't have as much power. Right. It just piss them off, probably. <laughs> right. Exactly. But you know, so yeah, and it and the, and the backhand doesn't necessarily kill her, but she hits her head on like a table or something on the way down, and, um, and shatters that, into a million pieces. Yeah, that's pretty much what took her out. Um, and yeah, and it was all kind of like in slow motion. Yeah. And then this is the part that was cool. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but I took a like a. A gif of this of the how it was played out like in his glasses so you his face was like frozen in the screen and in his glasses you see him like cleaning up the crime scene wiping everything down i thought that was pretty cool and total like especially for the era this was like 71 i think or 70 right 71 yeah yeah was that was pretty high tech i think for the time it was pretty high tech and each lens of his glasses had a different scene yeah. So it was like you'd seeing like a bunch of different stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. pretty cool for like the first like 30 seconds. But then like after like four and a half minutes of watching yeah. that in his glasses. It lasted a little long. Yeah. I was like, it, oh, come on. It could have been cut a little shorter. <laughs> Let's I, move I, on. But they were probably at the time they're like, this is some cool shit. Keep that going. You know? <laughs> yeah. No one else is doing this. Yeah. The cinematographer is yeah. like, dude, I'm telling you, this is going <laughs> to slay them. <laughs> Yeah. Watch this. Ratings are going to spike because of this. Right. Um, um, but yeah, so then he uh, takes her body and puts it in the back and. Back of the, the trunk of the car, right? Yeah. The, did I say back? Yeah. yeah. The back. The trunk, right. which 
you know, compared to cars nowadays, is like bigger than a trunk in the back of like an expedition. Yeah, you can you could fit several bodies in that trunk. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's like the, what the uh, kids in the those days used to take to drive-ins and fill exactly. up in the trunk. Like half your high school class could fit in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of us. Oh yeah, I got like uh, ten <laughs> bags of kitty litter in the back. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of cats. <laughs> Bottoms so, dragging as you go through. And then. Yeah, um, yeah, then but he's driving, that, right? Yeah, then he's driving. And I got to say, I, I got a clip of this. I thought this driving music was the coolest music for this. I don't know why. I don't like jazz, and this is totally jazz. But I don't know why this really kind of grabbed me. And I think we should make this our new uh, theme music. So anyway, here, I got a little clip of it. Oh, my God. Then you can, I'm gonna cut off. You can hear the, the cars like honking at him, like he's driving on the wrong lane or something. The, mu- the music was so confusing. It was like, yeah, it was well, just all over the place. Like, right, and that's what kind of hit me at first. I'm like, this doesn't really seem like dropping off a dead body music. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I'm going out to the hippest joint to meet my lady or yeah, something. Yeah, right. <laughs> With my disco shoes or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And but I, yeah, it's pretty cool music. <laughs> And then at that point, a lot on our podcast. I assume that yeah, he had the body in the car, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure because the thing with the glasses, I don't know, you know, I wasn't sure if that was all the disposal and everything. But no, um, I think yeah, that was a separate thing. I think yeah, but he did. So he takes her out, and you know, pulls into like I don't know if it's a parking lot or what it is. It was like a dump or like a salvage yard or something. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. So he he. And he just drops her. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, he doesn't like even drag her to the side. She's just like plopped down in the middle of the Yeah, and, I, and I'm wondering if that was, was like his plan. Like, I will drop her here in the middle. Like, this is where this will make it look more this like is it where happened it went here. Down. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Because he's be. supposed to be a smart guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he just leaves her there. Um, and I think he takes her ring and. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, take some jewelry, if, I think. At this point, yeah. I'm like, if you're not going to dig a hole or whatever, you know, at least throw some branches over her or something. <laughs> I mean, she's just, you know, it's just so exposed. But Right. Um, and then the next scene, so then he drives away. And the first thing I was thinking is actually it was like soft dirt, like powder dirt almost. I'm like, the tire yeah. tracks, wouldn't right, it? Right, that's what I thought know? too. But they actually made a point of saying that, that, that there were no tire tracks they could trace. Yeah, they said okay. something like there were so many of them that it was impossible to tell. Yeah. yeah. But then we see uh, Lieutenant Colombo driving, and he, he gets pulled over by a, <laughs> a motorcycle cop. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is going to be interesting. Um, and what did uh, he got pulled it's over? His, his turn light. signal wasn't yeah, working. Or yeah, 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 yeah. His turn he already knew because he got pulled over <laughs> earlier in the day. He's like, yeah, I already got pulled over for that. I'm going to have to get that fixed. And, uh, you know, so the, he gives the cop his. Well, he tells the cop, he "Yeah, says I'm going for. A, I'm going to go for a 197, whatever." <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's like, "Hey, you a cop? Hey, are you a cop? Yeah." So he gives him his badge, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, your license expires next week." Which, yeah. And then you're like, "Yeah." It to- it contributes to his character being all like disheveled and right, you think like he's confused like day to day stuff. He just fucking can't keep control of. <laughs> yeah. But like a murder case with like twenty different loose ends, he can uh, tie right. it all together. Yeah, he can pinpoint exactly what happens. But um, so the cops like, well, hey, you know, just so you don't get in an accident, I'll I'll escort you there. And he's of course, like, okay. I don't know how he knows where to go, but yeah, yeah right. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, okay, but don't go too fast because he's driving this like jalopy, the Peugeot. Um, yeah. Um. Oh, and so he gets to the crime scene. And, you know, like everyone's talking, they're going over, you know, all right, she was hit, you know, there's a contusion on the face and then blunt trauma on the back of the head. And, you know, he's trying to find a, a someone with a match for a cigar. <laughs> exactly. So they're like, you listen in? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's basically going from like one guy to the next. Hey, you got a match? Hey, you got a match? <laughs> and you would think like, you know, he just does, has no idea what's going on. 
And then he's like looking at the body and he's like, yeah, I'm just looking at this bruise on her face. And it's like, were you here? We were just talking about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, uh, this is um, Mrs. Arthur Kennicott. They're like, the Arthur Kennicott? <laughs> and like, that's what it says on her credit cards. I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, first of all, I don't know. That name doesn't seem that. But I guess if you heard Arthur Kennicott and he was a mogul, you would. Automatically oh, yeah. go to him anyway. If it was in your town. And, yeah. You know, and they're all worried about, like, the newspapers covering them poorly if they don't do a good job. Which yeah. I could see that really happening, right? Yeah. Obviously, cops don't want bad press, as we all know <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So then the, the, then we cut to what? That's where um, they're in the, the morgue or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. The husband's ID in the body. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, that's her. And you can see Columbo, and I think we saw this in uh, the first episode we did too. He's like really like scrutinizing him as he's reacting to like see his reaction. Yeah. You notice how like closely he was watching him. Yeah, yeah. And um, and 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 Kennicott was like all business. Yeah, he's like you know, I can be emotional later. And he was like, you know, all facts. Let's get this out of the way up front. Right. Um, right. He's like, I know I'm the number that. one suspect. <laughs> uh, and let's get this all out of the way. I have, you know, he goes through his like alibi and where he was and whatever. He's like, so, you know, you can confirm all this and then focus on who killed her. Yeah. And, like, and being the typical rich guy of this era, well, or maybe any era, you know, he's like, well, I was here in San Francisco. I didn't come back till this morning. And he's like, well, do you have the flight number? He's like, my secretary has all that. I'm like, you just yeah. came back. How do you not know what flight number you were on? <laughs> you had to have hear, heard them announce it, your flights. Exactly. You had to be checking to make sure you got on the right one or whatever. But but they uh, always do that, especially in this era. You know, it's just yeah. like, what, do they just wander around the airport until someone drags them on an airplane? His secretary walks him to the gate so he doesn't need to <laughs> yeah, know that. Exactly. But, and then he has uh, another secretary out there just for that. Yeah, right. It's like when you uh, when a kid travels alone. But, yeah. Oh, um, and I forgot. I do have a little bit of uh, Kennecott being uh, all business here. So okay. Yeah, let's hear that. It's a little long. All these, and I like I mentioned to Mike when we were, before we started recording. All these clips are long because it's really really hard to get a clip less than a minute out of this stuff. So hopefully we don't get sued. Thank you, Lieutenant. Would you like to be alone for a few moments? No, no. I can feel sorry for myself some other time. After you've caught him. Well, should we get down to business? Are you sure there's nothing else you want? As the husband, I'm the most likely suspect, correct? Uh, you don't have to worry about my feelings, Lieutenant. She was killed last night. What time? Between 8 and 9. Well, I was in San Francisco addressing a conference. I didn't fly back until this morning. Uh, you have the flight numbers on that... My secretary can give them to you, together with my hotel and my schedule. You'll check them all out, naturally. Yes, sir. And when you do, you'll dismiss me as a possibility. Then you can get down to the real business of finding the real killer. And I want him found, Lieutenant. Soon. I'll do my best. I'm sure you will. Anyway, all business. I like that. He's like, let's get this bullshit out of the way. Yeah, I didn't kill her, so just take all my shit down. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, exactly. None of this. I'm not talking until I get a lawyer. Whatever. He's like, let's let's, let's get this out of the way. Let's yeah. do it. And, of course, one of the questions Colombo asks him is, hey, uh, was she, you know, seen anybody on the side or anything yeah. like that? And he's like, no. And he even says there about a clean bill of health. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say how... You know, he doesn't say that I hired anybody, but he says, no, she had a clean bill of health. So I thought that was interesting there. Right. Um, and then um, they just kind of talk for a little bit, and that's the end of that scene, basically. And I yeah. guess at this point, we just assume Columbo goes and chasing leads, because then we right. see him back at the house again. And it yeah. seems like it's days later. And that was one hell of a house. This was like, it was like going to the Arboretum or something, or like the uh, it was. It was, Botanic it was Gardens like, or something, yeah. Yeah, it was like the highest end, and be, I mean, I didn't even see the house yet, it was just like the yard. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, there was like a pool and, you know, statues, and it was it's sweet. It was like and, a uh, copy of the Parthenon there or something, I don't know what yeah, the hell was right. out there. And then, and so Columbo shows up, the guy's like eating in his backyard or, you know, like. Right, eating it, in his backyard. 
500 yards away from his house. So he made his <laughs> servants like carry a exactly. silver yeah. tray I, out that far. Probably. They had to drive it out to him. It was so far away. <laughs> so he basically shows up. He's like, yeah, I just want to let you know we don't have any leads. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> I don't know why I'm out? coming here, uh, yeah. but I'm coming here to tell you we got nothing. And he's like, oh, but I think she knew her murderer. He's basically like, I've got no facts to go by. And then the guy, I don't know, got interrupted or something. And then yeah, they walk out. into this room in the house. We don't see how they get there. But suddenly they're walking into this room. And uh, Brimmer, the PI, is in there. And he, he um, Kennecott introduces him to Columbo. And he's like, hey, you know, I've hired him. I asked him to take on this case to help. And so basically he hired him to, to work with Columbo. Um, to yeah. crack crack the case. And Columbo gets interested. You can see, too. He gets interested because um, Brimmer says that, or was it the guy said that Brimmer called him to offer his services? Yes. And I think that put a little spark in Columbo's head. You know, of course, he's doing the, well, I don't know. I don't know if my boss would be cool with it. Yeah. And Kennecott's like, got it covered i called the commissioner <laughs> like, i have him on speed dial i yeah. called him up and said hey we're gonna do this and the commissioner's like sure whatever as like, long as you don't beat are. us up in the press that's and, right yeah uh, before i did want to say the one thing before they went in the house he was talking about like you said that he knew the person because he said he figured that because she went for a walk told her the house person the person caretaker house taker whatever you want to call it that she had to go for a walk to think about some stuff. So she's like, so she had some sort of problem. So he knew something right. was going on. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, then, then Columbo goes into some type of like hand palm reading. <laughs> like, right, exactly. He's like, ah, oh, you know, this sounds great. I got a good vibe. I, you know, I believe in all that stuff, astrology. But let me right. read your palm. And I, wait, I got some, I got some audio of that too. Here we go. <laughs> I had to take some of this. I hope the association will be beneficial to you. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah. You know, I suddenly feel very much more optimistic. I forgot about I started this a little early. Uh, <laughs> it's not based on anything, no facts, but you know, I'm a superstitious guy. You know, I believe in signs. I believe in palmistry and astrology and all that kind of thing. You don't, I know that. No, definitely not. Let me see your hand. And I think this is where he kind of thinks of already Brimmer's like the guy. You see, yeah, Mr. Kinnicott, yeah. that's your fake mind. And it breaks there. That was your bad fortune. But it picks up again, and that's interesting. That's a very good omen. May I? Now he reads his Brimmer's mm. hand. Deep line of Apollo. It's a man devoted to his work. Your Apollo line crosses the mound of the moon. You know that's very rare and very impressive. That's the sign of a man who's destined to attain a very particular kind of distinction. That's a very good sign. Anyway, it goes on for a little longer. But then this, that whole thing comes really into play later on. <laughs> yeah, and you have a pretty good idea right there what he's doing. You know, he's Well, just... I, you know, and I, I, I forgot about that actually when I got to that part. But yeah, yeah, he's, it's definitely been being set up at that point. But we won't give it away yet, guys, just in case nope. you didn't watch it. <laughs> nope. Pause here um, and finish watching. And, yeah, and then he's, you know, he goes to leave. He's like, all right, I'll let you guys go, whatever. And then he walks into the closet because <laughs> it looks like the exit because yeah. the room, the room is like the size of my whole house. Right. And uh, but he finds golf clubs there. He starts talking about them. He's like, You didn't tell me she golfed too. He's like, ah, she, you know, whatever. She hadn't, you know, she just started. She just started. She had uh, she had started, but she had two sets of clubs already, as you do, right? Oh yeah, and uh, one stays at the country club, and one she takes to her golf teacher. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Oh," and then you know, obviously that triggers his brain that maybe I should go talk to the golf instructor. Yeah, because these yeah. in these kind of shows in this era, everyone was having an affair with their tennis instructor or their golf, <laughs> or instructor. The golf instructor. Yep, that's <laughs> uh, that's just how it worked out. And then as he's walking out. You see him kind of slow down and eyeball the PI's car. Yeah, I know? wasn't sure why he did at first. Yeah. yeah, and you can even look. You can even say, see, or I thought at least when he was leaving the room that Brimmer was kind of looking at him like, "Shit, yes. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have a problem with this guy." Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, you're right. Then he goes right to the golf club and um, the golf guy is giving lessons and he's wrapping up and then he, he walks in, he finds Columbo like <laughs> thumbing through his like schedule and he's like, Oh, uh, can I help you? And, he, and he's like, Oh yeah. You know, I noticed that uh, you gave some lessons to this dead lady. <laughs> and um, well, he didn't really say it like that, but yeah, um, he's like, oh, the first. Well, so then he like pretty much the guy like brushes him off. Oh, I didn't really know her or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He's like picks up a club and he's like, hey, maybe you can give me a couple lessons. Yeah, and and then so they go outside and he's talking. He's like, yeah, I noticed that the first couple of lessons were in the morning, and then he had like thirteen in the afternoon at the end of your day. Um, and he's like. And then the guy starts talking, and, and he's like, "Why don't you just stop talking? You don't have an attorney." <laughs> and, like, and the guy's like, "Oh crap! Let me just tell you something right now. I have a nose for things. I know when things when people aren't telling the truth." Just, yeah, you know. he's like, "I'll be back to talk to you." And then he like cracks that ball like out of the three hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. He's like, "I don't know golf. You know golf. I know my job." Yeah. yeah. I that thought was that awesome. was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good scene. Um, and then the next scene, it's Brimmer talking to – he's got like a team of like 10 guys working on this case that – I don't know why he would have so many people if it's him. Yeah. Just, and I think trying one to of the guys away, was kinda. even at the golf club club when he was there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Leo. He, he's, he's got, got someone tail on Columbo. But yeah, so right. So we're at the golf – his – sorry, his <laughs> office or whatever. And, and, then, uh, and yeah, and then so he's like telling them, you know, he's kind of sending them in the wrong direction anyway, because right, um, you know, he doesn't want to get caught. But uh, the Columbo shows up, and um, he's like, ah, oh, you know, I brought you some files. Look at these files, and um, he he's like, did you find anything? He's like, nah, not really. You know, but I was looking at the autopsy report and. And then he goes through like he did a bruise, and it's probably done with a with a ring. And then he goes through about how you would strike a woman, <laughs> yeah, you know? Because exactly. like, you wouldn't punch her; you, you would slap her, her with He's an like, open. Well, maybe, hand. Yeah. maybe you'd punch her, but most likely you wouldn't. Yeah, you, you'd use an open hand, and and he like basically describes the scene to a T. Right. Uh, exactly. And he's like, and the and the the killer would have been left-handed because the the ring was on the right. I don't know the left side. I don't know how, what it was however on, that worked out. Yeah, yeah, it was on the the left side, but the way it hit, it had to have come from the other way. Right. right. Yeah. And then yeah, and then he's like, and you know, this wouldn't be a premeditated thing. It was probably an accident. The guy probably <laughs> just has a bad temper. And it's like he's like describing this guy with having met him when for like thirty seconds, and and that's why it's like, it's it's like Sherlock Holmes in that he picks up on all the small obvious clues, right? That are like once he says that, all that, you're like, yeah, that's clearly obvious. How would they, you know? Of course, of course, yeah. But and he then, doesn't and like he does it he, in such a way that he he doesn't come off as being like, oh, I'm so smart, I'm going to figure this out, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of like, yeah. And then <laughs> when he, you know, he's the guy, uh, Brimmer's like, well, let me digest this material. We'll, we'll talk later. He's like, yeah, all right. He goes to leave. He's like, oh, wait, hold on. I had something. And he's like, yeah. oh, wait, I had a receipt. I guess probably for parking is my guess. I don't know. Oh, he he's said like, for the oh, file. Just, he, he needed that, something. Oh, yeah, to yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought he's the like, file. Well, can, here, can you just write me one out? And he starts writing it with his left hand. He's like, now, isn't that funny? You are left handed. Yeah. And then, we were just talking about that, and yeah. now you're left handed. Yeah, that's weird. And you have a ring. And, you know, and he yeah. didn't say that part. But then he goes, and, you know, Robert Cull- or, uh, Brimmer's like, just kind of looks at him, he switches his hand. I'm actually, and right handed. I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> Only about 10% of the population. I'm like, man, you're reaching, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, that clears you. You know? He's like, I don't prefer one or the other. Like, no, I don't think, I think you do. <laughs> you well, yeah, maybe when, I, do things. when I hit women, I like right. to do it with my left hand. Right. Because that way it takes a little, takes a little heat off. <laughs> yeah. It keeps it balanced. But, um, so yeah, at that point he's like, shit, you know, he's like. And I think, pretty- is this where he, he says to him, does he say it here or later that 
I think it's you live by here. yeah yeah because he's like do you you live by or no he's like oh I know what I wanted to ask you my sister's thinking about living on the beach you live on the beach right he's like how the hell do you know that he's like <laughs> yeah. oh, I noticed the salt tarnish on your chrome of your car and uh, he's like have you ever been to the Kennecott's you must be pretty close he's like I'm two miles away he's like yeah, now yeah. he's getting irritated and yeah. uh, like I don't know that kind of. And then, again, like, I don't remember if it was here or not, too, but then, like, the guy, like, t- tries to totally take him off the fa- off the tracks, and he's like, hey, you know, you should really come work for me. Oh, that's later. We got that okay, whole thing. Right, yeah, right, yeah, I won't go to that. That time. comes up, yeah. Yeah, now we go to, uh, back to the, the country club, and the golfer's in the dark packing up all his shit. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get out of town. Yeah. And it's great because he goes, he gets his golf clubs and whatever. He puts them in the trunk and he gets in the car and freaking Columbo's sitting in the car <laughs> lighting yeah. up a cigar. It's like, yeah. uh, where are you headed, buddy? Where are you going to go? thought we that were going to talk. That was awesome. And then he tells the guy, he's like, look, you didn't do it. I know you didn't do it. Yeah. He's like, what? And um, he's like, yeah, whoever did this had to have a... A ring on. You don't wear a ring. He's like, well, I could have took it off. I'm like, what? Why are you saying that? You know, like, <laughs> dude, he's, he's giving like, even out. And he's like, not with that tan. Yeah. So, but yeah. he says they did have an affair and they broke it off. She broke it off, right? Because she felt bad and she's like, I think he really, she really loved him actually. So, um, so uh, you know, he didn't. Whatever. That's kind of how it ended or whatever. And then. He says something about, um, did anybody know or did her husband know? He's like, no. He's like, but it's funny. He's like, I think we were being followed. He's like, because I kept seeing this dude with like a military cut and he seemed to be always around or whatever. And then um, at that point, like you see another guy, another one of Brimmer's guys, like in another car calling saying, yeah, they're uh, talking. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then um, next thing you know, you see a guy in a military cut get a call from Brimmer saying, uh, yeah, we're sending you to France <laughs> to go do something. Yeah. Which was I, actually kind of genius. Just send him away. Is it, So is that what they were doing? And they were yeah, just he was sending him away. He's so like, Columbo I got something for him. you to do. It, it could be life changing or something like or Yeah. And I think he meant or his complicate. Life. It could compli- complicate your life. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was just sending him there to, to uh, get him out of there. All right, yeah, I wondered what happened to him. So, yeah, all right. Then, oh, wait. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, and then b- back at, like, Brimmer's headquarters or his office or whatever, he's got some guy giving Columbo a tour of the place. Yeah. And they got, like, all this high-tech shit, like, a, you know, I don't know, mainframe computer and metal detectors or something. And um, so the guy, you know, that's giving her the tour starts telling about some accountant that tried to come through with a gun. Yeah, and, I got a little. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and this is what we see Brimmer loses loses temper. Yeah. So here, here's a little clip of that. Of course, again, it's not short. Oh, uh, just one moment, Lieutenant. Uh, one other thing that might interest you. Uh, if you just move past this gate. not working. Well, it has to be. You're carrying a gun, aren't you, Lieutenant? Uh, no. No? Oh. <laughs> well, that explains the malfunction. Look here. A special system is built into the gate. Now, if you had a gun, it would have registered. It's just my gun at the airport. <laughs> it's a security precaution. Not that we expect our clients to be carrying concealed weapons, but, uh, well, there have been a few exceptions. Really? Well, a guy came in here just about a month ago. Harmless looking. An accountant for mid-century oil. We were doing a company audit. Mr. Denning? I asked you to show the lieutenant around. I did not suggest that you discuss our confidential matters with anyone. At any time. (laughs) Our clients pay us to be discreet. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he got his ass chewed out right there. Uh, <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, this is where oh, they go it, in and have lunch. Yeah, yeah, they go in and have lunch, and there's like a, a table in his office, <laughs> like loaded with seafood. Yeah. 
some kind of soul. I forget what they said it was. He's like, is that fish? <laughs> <laughs> I like fish. Yeah, so um, they sit down. They're eating together. And um, oh, Col- then Columbo says, yeah, it turns out that uh, his wife was having an affair. And then he, like, you know, he's like, ah, I got this wild thought, you know. Suppose somebody was hired by Kennecott. And then blackmailed the wife. And then that's right. And uh, Burmer's like, hey, you know, you should really uh, take a job with me. I'll triple your <laughs> yeah, income. Exactly. Like, just to shut him up. And, and this is, again, where the clean bill of health comes up. Because he even says, suppose, like you said, you know, talks about someone being hired to investigate her. And, he, and this guy gives her a clean bill of health, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So he already knows what's happening. But, yeah, you're right. This is when he's like, well, uh, I can pay you a lot of money. I can pay you three times what you're making now. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, I'd take you off the case because I have other more important things for you to work on. Yeah, and I think the, yeah, and he, you know, Brimmer's like, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, what do you say? He's like, the problem with your thing is it's impossible to prove. But, you know, yeah. he kind of tells him, go ahead if you want. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and then that's where, and then, then, oh, yeah, then Columbo says, well, if I take this job, can I still work on the Kennecott case? He's like, no, no, no. We have much important <laughs> thing, more important things for you to do. Yeah. Like, all right, that's too obvious. Yeah. And um, then he goes back outside and he sees the guy that just got yelled at getting water. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry for getting you all yelled at. <laughs> sorry, you got your ass chewed out because of me. But. <laughs> But then they, you know, the guy's like, well, you offered me, you know, Columbo's like, oh, you offered me a job. He's like, oh, take it, you know. It's like, then he's like, well, I don't know how much to ask for. He's like, oh, top guy around here gets like 30K. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so long ago. Because <laughs> he's like, and that was like, what, supposed to be three times more than what he made? Yeah. I'm like, shit. But again, it was 71. You could probably live off of $10,000 a year. Yeah, right. You certainly can't now. Yep. And then he asked, he asked, Columbo asked him, he's like, well, is there anyone that makes any more money? He's like, oh, uh, this guy, uh, he makes, he's teacher's pet. He's like, I think I know him. Military cut guy. You know, he doesn't even yeah, know. He's yeah. just stretching for it. And the guy like, hey, uh, he, you know, he's like, oh, he's out of town, but I'll give you his home address. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I don't think that would have happened. You think you got your ass chewed out before. <laughs> it's when you start giving out your coworkers home address to people. Yeah. Um, and then even kind of stranger than that, uh, <laughs> Columbo's pushing some kid on a swing when his mom walks up. <laughs> right. Like, so how did he hell? know where they, where they were? Did I don't know. Right? How they did he know that was their that kid? One. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's not like this guy just works for a security company. So it's not like he has a housekeeper would have said, oh, they're at the park. Right. This is what he's park. wearing and what he looks like. Right. You know? So if his mom's not around, yeah, if his mom's to getting him ice cream. Yeah. So I don't know how that all happened, but it did. Yeah. But she, she was kind of all weird cream. about it at first. Obviously. Yeah. She's like, hey, <laughs> which is understandable. You know? Right. Some weird looking guy. <laughs> he some, is dude, looking. some dude in a raincoat <laughs> is pushing your kid on a swing. A raincoat yeah. in LA, mind you, where it I never rains. Holy crap. <laughs> Uh, so she that he's like, oh yeah, you know, I was wondering where Leo. I just had a couple of questions. Oh, uh, he took his passport, and we didn't ask any questions. He's gone. <laughs> I never ask him where he's going because I, <laughs> yeah, I don't right. care. We have a yeah. good health plan, yeah, right, and a good uh, got a life paycheck, insurance policy. So, so yeah. yeah, um, and that was pretty much the end of that, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he just yeah. confirms to himself, I guess that. This guy's been sent away because this is exactly who he's looking for for more information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah then, then we get Columbo goes. To the, he's at the DMV now. Oh yeah, he's, he's at the DMV. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's somebody in front of him to get his license. Yeah, right. right and they're right. doing doing the eye test on some lady. And, then, and we have to sit through the whole eye test, for her. <laughs> both eyes, one at a time. Well, and then my thought is, are they going to have Columbo do the eye test? Because he's, right. he's got a glass eye. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, his character doesn't. No, uh, right. That's why I'm like, what are they going to do? But instead, as he gets up there, he's like, she's not wearing her glasses. And the guy's like, yeah, she was. <laughs> she just, yeah, she just right. walked away. 
And then he like takes off out of there because he remembers seeing a picture is, in Kennecott's house with her and the glasses on. Which is pretty good how they tied that back to the beginning where his license was expiring. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? And he goes in. So that was, that was kind of yeah. cool. But. And they did make, and if you remember, they did make a, not a point of it, but when he walked into his house, he did take a good look at a picture of them too that was yeah. sitting out there. Yeah, I didn't notice that she had glasses on, but then again, TV resolution was pretty poor back then, so we wouldn't have yeah. been able to pick that out. I wouldn't have noticed that anyway. You know, that's just yeah, that's like one of those obvious things you just overlook. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, so, oh, so then he Colombo and Kennecott are with the medical examiner, right? Because uh, Columbo goes to Kennecott and says, hey, I've got this, like, crazy theory. Right. Well, first, like, yeah. First, he, they checked to see if she had the contacts at home, and they weren't there. And that's when he says, yeah, we have a crazy idea. Right, exactly. He's but like, we don't well, get Well, yeah, the it. husband's like, yeah, she was probably wearing them. Right, yeah, because like, hey, she I, had to drive. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've got a, you know, i got this crazy thought, you know, humor me. He's like, okay, you can do whatever you want. So they go and have the body exhumed. Um, and then uh, Bremer shows up because one of his thugs are kind of watching what's going on. Right. And he doesn't and, bother mentioning that because the guy even says something like, oh, sorry, I didn't call you. I was like, oh, yeah, one of my guys told me. I'm like, so you just yeah. admitted that you're having these people tailed. I do have a little <laughs> right. clip of that, too, when they're talking about it. So here, hold on a second. That's the whole thing. I should have phoned you, but there wasn't time. Well, that's all right. One of my men told me you were here. Something break? I don't know yet. They're exhuming Lenore's body. Tell me why. Well, the lieutenant's working on a long shot. Apparently, she was wearing her contact lenses when she was killed. How is that significant? Well, there's a chance that she might have lost one of them, maybe both of them, at the scene of the crime. Well, Arthur, I don't like to be critical, but that's more than a lot. But I have done this whole episode. <laughs> you might as well buy a lottery ticket. Maybe not. Listen to me. My nephew wears those things, and half of the time they're falling out. Now, the other morning at breakfast, one of them ended up in the cereal. <laughs> I had to get and that, he ate it. that clip, yeah. And it's true, because my mom had hard contact lenses back in the day, too. And those things, they were always popping out of her damn eye, you know? They're yeah. not like the contacts now that most people have soft and they're big and they kind of suction on your eyeball. Right. But right. those back then, they just like sat at the very, like just over the lens, basically, you know, and just held on by moisture. Yeah, exactly. You sneeze and the thing goes across the room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he, he's got this theory that, yeah, during whatever happened, you know, she lost the contact and they could find that at the scene of the crime. And, um, but they're like, yeah, we don't know where the scene of the crime is. And he's like, oh, got a couple ideas. Yeah. And they so, find out that one of them is missing. Or the, the medical examiner says, yeah, yeah the right, the right yeah, one the is one. missing. Exactly. And, and, um, then, and then Brimmer's like, oh, could have fallen out here, here, when, you know, when this happened, when she was walking on the beach, when, you know, she sneezed. I don't know. Yeah. When I <laughs> backhanded her, who knows? But, uh, but yeah, then Columbo's like, no, I'm pretty sure it happened when she got murdered. And he's like, I wish the murderer would knew about this because he's, you know, he'd be trying yeah. to find it. <laughs> yeah, he'd be trying to get to it now before we would. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so then the next scene he's at, he goes to Brimmer's house. Well, we see Brimmer digging around in the carpet in his right. place trying to find that shag carpet that's like six inches deep. Yeah, yeah. It's like super thick. I I'd be like, you know what? I'm not worried. No one's gonna find it if it's in there. Yeah. Um, but Columbo shows up and he's like, yeah, you know, I came by to talk about that job. I was thinking about it, and you know, and then he gets like distracted. So he's like, oh, that's a nice rug. Yeah. <laughs> My wife wants a rug. You could lose like a shoe in one. there. I think he says something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then he's like, you know, uh, Brimmer's all kind of. He's like crabby at this point, so he keeps trying to like redirect them and get them the hell out of there. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, but you know, the job, I don't think I'm gonna take it." And he's like, "Okay, is that your final decision?" Like he's <laughs> trying to get him out the door. He's like, 
Yeah, you know, the reason's really because I wouldn't be able to get to work on this case when I'm so close to solving it. It's like now he's taunting this guy. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's the that's the beauty of it all, right there. And basically, yeah, he's like, so, you know, really, I'm like this close to nail on your ass, so I can't <laughs> yeah. take this job. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're up shit creek right now, buddy. Uh, so um, then, oh, and then the next scene, Burmer's. So his car at one point during the show, I think we failed to mention this that oh, his car yeah. didn't start. So they I think brought that was when his, they were at the the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had his one of his thugs bring the car into <laughs> the shop, um, and then so now he's breaking into the shop to try to check his trunk to see if the contact lens is in there, um, and he is actually in the trunk crawling around with right. a flashlight. Which it's I not like he just stand over it. Anything? <laughs> stand over it, like you know, I don't know. Trunk of a car today, you pop the trunk. You turn on your light, you'll see if it's there or not. This thing was like a basketball court. He's crawling around in it. <laughs> He's turning around, looking. So after about He's five minutes. He's laying down, <laughs> pretending like he's dead in there to see yeah, where it would be. where would it pop out if I was in this position? If and I then, was a dead body, where would I drop my contact lens? Yeah, and then, and then boom, there it is, right? He finds it and hops out. And then just as he does, I don't know, lights turn on. There's cops everywhere. Columbo's there. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And uh, I think he said he was looking for paperwork or something. And I said, oh, well, you're breaking and entering. Um, uh, yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> and <he's> like, <laughs> so then he basically just, like, unravels the case about what happens and um, – I'm, I'm I'm trying to think exactly what happened at the. Yeah, I got I got a little clip of what happens. Some of the All stuff right. that happens here. Here we go. I got it from the cut on her cheek in your ring. You never should have let me read your palm. Cause then I felt the ring and I felt the two diamonds sticking out in that raised rectangular border. That matched up with the cut on her cheek. You should have taken that job. <laughs> But then, yeah, he admits that he did do it. He's like, hey, it was was an accident. accident. It was not premeditated. I barely knew her. I didn't want to hurt anybody. She started it. She pushed me. (laughs) And um, and then, (laughs) and then, but the, so one thing, so, you know, they, they, they get the, the, he finds the contact lens that he was going to throw away, right? Because he goes to throw it in the garbage and he's oh, like, yeah, he's grab like, his like, arm. Let, he has a cigarette, cigarette case. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Later at the end, so when they arrest this guy, him and Kennecott are together, and he says, How did you know he'd find it? You know, how did you know he'd find that lens? He's like, I don't know. I don't even know whose lens that is. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, like, he's like, No. She didn't lose the lens. Right. When I talked to the coroner, there were two lenses in her eyes. <laughs> so he just happened to find some other – how did a contact lens get in his trunk? That's what I want to know now. Well, so I'm, I'm thinking Columbo planted it there. But you think that's what he did? Just bought yeah. a lens? Is, I think he just – Is it his nephews from the cereal bowl? Yeah, yeah, probably. It's the other one. Gotcha. But then it was – then he does admit – he doesn't really come out and admit it. But he said as they're leaving, he's like, you know – Something about, I forgot how he got on the track. He was like, you know, when we were a kid, we were pretty bad. He's like, you know, there's when we were kids, you know, if you stick a potato in a tailpipe, a car won't start. It won't ruin anything, but it won't yeah, start. He's like, it won't damage anything, but it won't start. Yeah. So basically admitting that he stuck a potato in the tailpipe. He pulled <laughs> yeah. an Axel Foley years before Beverly's, or not Beverly Hills. Yeah, Beverly yeah. Hills Cop came out. Yep. Yeah. Except. They stuck a banana on the tailpipe. Yeah, like a few of them, I think. But yeah. yeah. But, um, and then the guy, you see the guy like walk back to the car and kind of like take a yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was going to look back there. He's like, I'm oh, he's not like about over. to. And then, and then he's like, I don't really want to know. So. Yeah. He's like, I'm too, I'm too important to bend over. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have I'll someone, someone else look at back it later. To yeah. this later. <laughs> and that is the end. Yeah. It was an awesome episode. Yeah. Yeah. They, these, like I said, most of the episodes from the first 
run of this. Um, I forgot what season numbers that it technically goes to, six or seven. They're all pretty good. There's some yeah. clunkers in there, but especially these yeah. first ones are really good. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I was the funny it, thing is it flew is by. The, like, uh, let me compare this to like the the last what was it Blue Thunder that was two two parts. No, that was no Airwolf was two parts. Airwolf that dragged like I <laughs> dreaded that. And then like watching this, I was like, no, it's already over. <laughs> yeah, it was like ninety minutes, and it was bam. Yeah, it was good. Maybe not ninety, but it was something like it was. No, 90 it was minutes. actually it was, yeah, it was a. Um, so let me see. It was an hour twenty minutes. So yeah, oh, almost it? ninety. Yeah, almost ninety yeah. minutes. No, it's good though. Yep, it was one, one of my favorite old timey shows. I watch it all the time. It's not yeah. on as much now. Like for a while there, there was few channels that were running it. Like not constantly, but a lot. And now it's not so much. But I have all the seasons on DVD, so I really can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, and then it came back what in the nineties or something. For... Yeah, exactly. And those yeah, weren't and I... as good. There's some good ones in there, but it's not as solid. Yeah, I um, watched those probably more frequently than I watched. These the really old ones, yeah. but these are great. These are because I don't think like the Levinson and Link guy are right. Those are the two guys that did this, and um, I don't think they were associated with the later ones because they were busy with Murder She Wrote because they did oh, okay. that show too. Yeah, this is good stuff. Good stuff. So this is yeah, this is one of my favorite shows or series that we've reviewed. I think uh, <laughs> good, even though it, like maybe back in the day it wasn't. It is now. R- well, yeah. I never seen. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. I love I love watching this. It is. Yep. I always get looks when I watch it all the time. I'm like, how many times have you seen this episode? <laughs> but there's a, there's well, yeah. certain episodes that don't air that often. Um, so I don't know. It, I I got to say, I, I, like I I wouldn't get it on DVD because I wouldn't want to watch it again. The same one, you know. There's yeah. not many. Well, see, and that's the thing is, I could watch the same thing over and over again if I like it. And, and there are, yeah, yeah. I can't my do wife that. makes fun of me for that. She's like, I don't understand. Like, I could watch the same movie, you know, fifty times, and it doesn't matter. She's like, but there, you've seen it. I'm like, I've seen hundreds of movies, and there are probably five that I could watch more than once. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, but yeah, anyway, I mean, so that no, it was definitely uh, definitely worth it. And you know, there was talk for a while that they were going to make a movie about this. They've been trying to, I think, for a while. And I know one name that was bandied about was um, oh crap! Now I'm gonna um, Ruffalo, the guy that plays the Hulk right now. Oh the shit! I was just thinking <laughs> there's there's no one that could pull this off, but he would be awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know that would be good. I, would I don't be. know whatever happened with that. Because um, like, you know, he would definitely. You ever be see good. those like Avengers things where it's like he's blowing the plot? Yeah. Um, those like interviews and stuff, which I'm sure those are all like staged. Yeah, but he's that is like it's like Columbo sitting there telling the story, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd yeah. be perfect. I know he would be. Yeah, he would be. Oh, I hope that happens. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm actually looking up right now to see if there's anything about it. There's. <laughs> I'm pumped. That's like the best news I've heard. Like the last and thing I could see rumor. about that. Is from 2016 when someone oh, was asking about it. <laughs> That's not happening then, but that would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Just how close it has come to be. It says nothing's happening with it. Da, da, da. Yeah. So I don't know. That'd be great. I think it'd be good. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll hope for that. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. But it would suck if they picked the wrong person for that because that would just. Yeah. Work, you know? Right. You couldn't pick. Someone, not that he's not a, a star or a celebrity because of all this stuff going on, but he is not like a George Clooney or a Brad Pitt or something. No, right, like right. Like you couldn't pick them because they just, it wouldn't work. Right, exactly. So, anyway, all right, cool. That's it for Death Lends a Hand. I'm not Death exactly sure. Hand. I guess they're saying that because Death Lends a Hand because she got the hand across the face. Yeah, and he did the the palm reading and I guess, but death, I don't know. Sure, it's a stretch. It is, but that's fine. Yeah. All right, and as usual, we haven't discussed the next episode yet, so <laughs> we don't know what that will be. But no. we'll let you know as soon as we do. And otherwise, that's it for this uh, yep. this episode. You 
Hit us up on Twitter if you guys got any Columbo recommendation, like people you think should be on it. Oh, yeah, I'd love to hear it. So either Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Hit us up. So Ruffalo. It's, yeah. uh, I used to watch this with a two in the middle.com for Twitter. I mean, at I used to watch this with a two in the middle. Sorry. And then Facebook.com slash I used to watch this. Uh, I used to watch this.com. Mike, initials again are. WT.com. Something like that. What else? Oh, Instagram. I used to watch this all spelled out. But yeah, but definitely if you guys have any other thoughts on who should play Columbo, if they do a movie on this. You know, or if Who you would think be? they should never touch it again, you Who can would say be that Columbo? too. Yeah, or or don't mess with it. Yeah, some no, things are just it. meant to be, you know, untouched. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, so yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, I am Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>